you're coming in hot. Oh, I <laughs> like that. 464. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I need a little I need a little pep, a little pick me up from Did you? the Sue's. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm up in Cambria right now doing a little little uh getaway like I guess it's kind of like a staycation. Mm-hmm. Local, but not. And you know, the the being out in nature's got me all like zen and and just chill and like I don't know. Oh no, you got to liven up over here. I Sarah. know. What's we the have deal? a job to do? Hello, I know. Well, good thing that there's a lot of craziness out there in the world to keep things interesting. <laughs> like this one that I read. Did you hear what happened? This like just happened and wasn't even on my list of things to talk about. But okay. as I was cr- scrolling through Twitter this morning, I was like, oh, God. It's, it's not our favorite subject. I'm so but mad already. It's, fa- it's our favorite subject adjacent. Okay, so. is this about urine? Yes, it is. How do you know? Do you know what well, I'm going to talk adjacent about? adjacent to poop. <laughs> All right. It's right next to the, the waste. It's part of the waste facility, yeah, waste management facility. Okay. and pee-pee. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, also, a side note: Do and do pe- do any humans that do not have either children or pets use the word poo poo or pee pee? <laughs> <laughs> no. And if they did, wouldn't you be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, yeah, dude? Why are you what, saying? Why that? are you saying that? What are you a child? Uh, Don't you think it's weird? Also, that when you were in elementary school, presumably you also learned the charming limerick. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> milk, this. milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> Why are we saying that? Susie, don't you dare because I swear to God, I had, because I've been, I haven't been driving around a lot. I haven't been listening to music as much, you know? And like, I can't listen to music in the house because like Ren's on meetings and you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I suppose I could with headphones, but whatever. I, for no joke, two days had one of those hand clapping songs Miss Susie and the oh, boyfriend. Yeah. The steamboat had a bell. Miss Susie went to heaven. Mm-hmm. The steamboat went to hello. Hello, operator. Yes, right? And as yeah. I was singing it, I'm like, these lyrics are awful. Like, this <laughs> is horrible. No, like, I, how can you be in a good mood with this? Like, you know, the boys are in the bathroom. It's abusive. Up there. I'm like, oh my God. This is absolutely like reinforcing all the things we hate. Basically, Do you think the playground just- is terrible. Is it just the case that kids are always going to I think enjoy so. taboo things like that? Yeah. And there's nothing we can do to stop it? Or are we leading them down the wrong paths here? Oh, gosh. I mean, somebody's teaching them that song. <laughs> it was definitely like... the same dick who's teaching kids bunny ears and <laughs> the happy but you know, birthday. What's that thing oh, they all... The cha-cha-cha. Shit, I hate the cha Oh, and I don't like him anymore, and I don't like <laughs> any that. And I'm not e- – I don't even know if – well, maybe I am. I would say I'm a fan of See You Later, Alligator, and In a Wild Crocodile. I mean, that's – But that's, uh, like, where um, I draw the acceptable. line. Oh, but God. most Isn't it funny that we have, like, like strong feelings rage. about this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But honestly, any kind of prepackaged comedy, I'm probably not going to enjoy. Because it's not yeah. funny. You're right. It's you know what? I never thought about that. It's prepackaged comedy. And when you're a child, that's mm-hmm. all you got. That's all you got. That's all. I mean, I remember that the the age that Lincoln went through of the learning the elements of a joke that right, now he at least has mastered. 
He's That's good. That's true. He's There's got always it. like a period of time when kids get into knock-knock mm-hmm. jokes, but they don't understand the mechanics of them. Yes, this is it. This is correct. That's a tough two years. Yes. <laughs> I do offer knock-knock jokes on my uh, Cameo, and that has been a popular request. You do so, know that. Yes. I figured like, what? how can I stand out? And I thought that was a way to do make Do you look them up, up or are these all in your... Uh, File cabinet, mental file uh, cabinet. A, a little bit of both, somewhere in the file cabinet. And then I, I, I did, uh, you know, ask, ask a, or phone a friend. I asked Ren what, if he had any, and he did because he's also a camp counselor. Yeah. So we're good. Jesus we, yeah. Christ. I know. Annoying is the worst. Can't okay. People are paying for this. Go ahead. Sorry. Right? Well, come on. Why not? You know, brightest somebody's day with the funny knock knock. If you're a big fan of knock knock jokes, <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> So it's not for everybody. Um, okay. What else is not for, well, pretty much anybody is this story that I'm going to tell you about the pee. So this woman is flying on Delta and she wakes up to what she described was uh, a feeling of something warm on the side of her. Mm-hmm. And she opened her eyes to find another passenger peeing on her. <sighs> what would you even do? Oh my god. I mean, what? I would make quite a scene. Would you even do? <laughs> I yeah. would probably assault them. Right. Kind of, yes. And then I was like, oh my god, what? So, first of all, I should say she's on a flight to, I don't know why, it does matter for the story. She's on a flight, I believe, to or home from Vegas. <laughs> that also i feel like is an important element to i didn't the story. think you were gonna say that what do you i think thought I was- you were gonna say it was like a long haul you know where people get super <laughs> wasted and then like don't know what's happening no just where however long to vegas right. which is still people get super wasted but oh i because that's what my first instinct was i was like oh yeah this is somebody all wasty face and who thought yeah because remember how we talked about how i've had friends whose husbands have peed in like drawers and cabinets oh. and, right like those like, yeah and and then other people reached out and were like oh yeah that totally happened yeah. so i'm like oh my god is this one of those a dude gets drunk and whips it out and and he's like unconscious or whatever right Blackout. and okay. so it as it turns out he was on some sort of sleep medication i'm gonna oh guess ambient oh my god and he had a, like a bad reaction and couldn't, didn't remember and didn't even know. And he ended up getting tackled by another pa- like yeah, passenger absolutely. because of course, what are you going to do? Yeah. The, the getting peed on was, was, I would say 30% of the, the awfulness. Okay. The other 70% was that she was forced to sit in this urinated soaked clothes <gasps> for the rest of the flight. I mean, that would... That would, would it said for several hours until arrival. <gasps> Nobody could give her a shirt or something? Right. Well, people what? are not exactly fr- I remember my throw up <laughs> incident. That was going to be my follow up question is what's the weirdest thing a passenger's ever done to you? And then I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I know the answer to mine. <laughs> I've never had any kind of bizarro experience on a flight like that. And you've gone on a lot of long haul trips and a lot of plane rides. You've never seen anything. What's the weirdest thing you've seen on a plane? Like somebody do. Have you had any weird moments? No. Oh, no. I'm <sighs> due for one. Oh, no. Sis. That's what that means, Sarah. That does. That's like Qantas Airlines. Ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. 
Oh my yeah. God. You are doing, oh my gosh. Just make sure you sit next, if you sit next to anybody who looks like they're looking for or, or in need of a throw up bag, just take a lot of trips to the bathroom or something. Why? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Let me ask you something. Yes. Uh, Maybe I'm out of the loop on this, but to me, it seems like really stupid to take sleeping medication before a flight. I know people do take like tranquilizers and stuff. People do all the time. An Ambien though? Oh, for sure. I think that's like numero uno on the planes. (laughs) That's like, I feel like Delta and and Ambien are like, are, are... Like in each, in each other's like pockets or whatever the expression business is. Partners. Like they're business partners for okay. sure. Oh I my god! Do that? Would you? Yeah, uh, ambient on a plane? Yeah. Mm, no, because I don't even know. Oh, I'm trying to think if I've ever even taken ambient on a plane. I don't even no. think I'd take an edible. I I feel like I've taken an ambient once and had a weird reaction to it. <laughs> I'm sure that's uh-huh. common. So why are these people just popping them before flights? Yeah. Well, I think people who do it on the regs do because like mm-hmm. my ex definitely did that on, on on long. Like that's what he got it for. And the doctor was like, yeah, here you go. You know, wow. I have to be on like international flights or like out. red eye and shit like that. Or maybe like when you land to like knock you out. It's not a good, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean. But you get it. Th- yeah. I, you know, I, do what oh you do God. if you have a prescription like you know live your own life but was this guy super sorry well this guy i doesn't say they've withheld his name <laughs> but what it does say is he's a well-known pastor from oh my God. north carolina no yes so now we have a lot of there's going to be a lot of explaining to do of i feel like that <laughs> the news of of the well-known pastor who peed on the woman is going to get around quick Wow. You can can only hold that that name off for so long. But I honestly think this happened like today. Ugh. Yeah. So there hasn't even been like a follow-up. It's from like the New York Post. That's how. (laughs) You can't, I mean, you wouldn't sue like the airline though, would you? You'd sue that guy. I, I do feel like if she, if they stopped her in some way, oh God, the hard thing is, is like when you buy a plane ticket, I feel like they, there's like so many things that are protecting them from this, that it probably says like, you are, you have to like fucking deal with it or whatever, you know, (laughs) not our, not my problem somewhere in the, in the contract that you like, when you buy a ticket, you agree to the terms and conditions, I suppose, because like, I don't know if you. I feel like they should have changed her seat. They should yeah. have like given given her 
I don't know. Isn't there some spare something in one of those blankets at least? I would have rather had a questionable, rough, (laughs) fleece blanket, fleece question mark, polyester (laughs) blanket that, that is like four feet by two feet. And uh, that I can poke a hole through with my finger. Right. It's so funny. Uh, then Van urine-soaked clothing. Pants. Thank you very much. And as somebody who's had vomit-soaked clothing and yeah. been forced to stay on a plane, I can would say that with great have, confidence. Would you oh. rather have vomit or pee? This is an excellent question. Oh, my <laughs> God. This is like... I don't <laughs> Sophie's know. choice. Sophie's choice. I was going to say that. I think I would rather have pee. Really? Because it's it's, it's more sanitary. It's somehow. more sanitary, and it's like one thing. This is what I say with, with vomit. <laughs> you know my 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 hang up with vomit. My my what? Yeah, the she chunks. doesn't like the chunks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, four hundred and sixty something episodes, and man, would we be That's good at that newlywed game? She yeah. knows that my least favorite part about vomit of the chunks. But really, isn't that everyone's? No, for me, it's the smell. It's the smell. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. If they were chunks with no. Oh no my odor. God. It's just <laughs> gross talking. That might be one of my least favorite words. I think I'm gonna go with that. There's no. You can add a Y on it, and we're good. Because yeah, now right. we're describing chocolate chips and peanut butter. Yeah. I'm for it. You mm-hmm. lose that. Chunks. And add the S. Pluralize. No. 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 I can't. Several I can't. chunks. Ha! Oh, that is actually foul. So. Yeah, that is my uh, poo-adjacent story, but I can't believe that you've never had a bad airplane experience. Me neither. Yeah. Did uh, you see? Me, oh, my God. I guess I thought they weren't that common, that it was, this I'm, is unusual. I'm surprised. I don't understand why it's not more common. I This blows my mind every single time I'm on a plane. I'm like, why doesn't someone freak out every time? Yeah, that I get. I can't, and maybe it's just that we're looking around and nobody else is freaking out, so we're not freaking out. That's like my only conclusion. We're peer pressuring ourselves into being calm, which thank goodness. (laughs) Right. I forget. We were watching um, on, I think it was Discovery. It's called Brain Games. Oh, yeah. I love those. It's great for watching with Lincoln because they do science, but it's fun. And they were doing that thing where you... Uh, have money for people and if both of them agree to split it then they get to split it you know that kind of theoretical problem yes but they were describing how humans are hardwired to cooperate Mm. and i think that obviously is helpful on airplanes yes humans are hardwired that is such a good point humans are hardwired because it helps survival yes if you have a tribe or a group that is has the same goal (laughs) Yes. Oh, that is so cool because that is right in line with one of the other things that I was really excited to share with you today. And that is an article that I found on 17 psychological tricks to make people like you. Ooh, I would love to hear these. And some of them. Yes. Go ahead. (laughs) No, no. I get so excited. Well, it's handy information. Yes. And also tells us a lot about how humans think and feel so much yeah and so much of it is i i mean i i was thinking i'm going in here thinking like oh i know what this is gonna be this is like the all the the usual like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah basically everything we talk about on the show there were a lot of things that absolutely blew my mind and that i fail 
Oh, and, okay. uh, that make me go, how do I even have friends? Nobody likes you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I'm like, because I absolutely do the opposite of that. And it is like, ah, exhausting. So okay. the number one, first of all, let me see. All of this came from like science back strategies that people were looking at, like, you know, those cumulative, what are they called? Um, I'm terrible. My research professor would just like slap my hand for this, where it's like they look at all of the studies, mm, whatever, the sciencey people out there know what I'm talking about. And they just like look at all the studies and it's not like a new one. It's just like a review of old ones. Oh, literature review? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, I know somebody smart out there. Susie, we'll get it. There we go. Okay. So number one strategy, mirroring. This one is like the most obvious, right? Like that you sit next to somebody, the more you copy them, the more they will like you. And I think back to how you and I will pick up people, well, you know, depending on who we're with more than uh, their accent or their affect. Yeah. So there was a research study that was done. The one that they looked at was 78 men and women who are working on a task with a partner and they... uh, the partners engaged in like different levels of mimicry and the researchers secretly videotaped the interactions. And then at the end, they asked the participants, like, how much did you like the partners? And all, every single, like across the board, participants were way more likely to say that they liked their partner when the partner had mimicked their behavior. So we, that Hmm. is like one that we absolutely know. They call it the chameleon effect. And it's like an unconscious Hmm. mimicking of that behavior. And number two, another obvious one, spend more time around them. The mere exposure effect is the one me, that works. Have yes. you ever heard that thing where, let's say you're on a date yeah. and your date takes a sip of his drink and then you take one. It's supposed yes. to be a sign that you're enjoying it. Yes. Do that's you think totally that it. that's true? Oh, Okay. Remember, we. Ta- I'm so glad that we, we that, uh, talked about that you asked me this because I remember we talked about this study a while back on how we think that that's it and and yeah but that doesn't indicate romantic love right it just indicates wanting the person to like you right and that's you what don't, i'm thinking yes abs mm-hmm. oh my god this is exactly what we got yes that is so cool because when we were talking about that other study it said the only thing that is a sure tell like fire way to predict how well a couple will do is they, their heart rates being in sync and their breathing being in sync. Oh God, Remember that? Cute. No, but that's adorable. Oh, and yes, and that was exactly what you said before. You're like, oh my God, that's adorable. Yes, but their heart rate, <laughs> their heart rate and their, their breathing patterns will start to sync up. And sometimes huh. I notice when I wake up in the morning and Ren and I both, and maybe you notice this, try like being aware of this with Lincoln and Adam. Like hmm. when you wake up in the morning, See if you like relax if you guys br- are breathing at the same I rate. I will. I'm going to Because I swear it, it's every single time. And then when I like I'm so half cute. awake and then I relax again, I'm like, oh, we're breathing at the exact same rate. And then Bo, we'll, t- we'll both take a big deep breath <laughs> and then Bo from across the room will be like, <sighs> and well, like oh, yeah. Well, it is triangular love between you three. It, it definitely is. Yeah. And that, yes. And that like, you know, there are all those, uh, I don't even know what this, the, if, what this, research says on this but there are the theories that that helps babies that hearing the breathing and helps them like regulate their breathing oh my god it's too yeah. much cuteness it's, right yes it is. so mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's adorable. So yes, so that predicts like the love. But if we're just lo- looking at how do I get people to like yeah, me? Yeah, how yeah. do I get to like... And I think these are good ones if we're... You know how like we we have talked before and like I talked to a lot of people about how do you make friends as an adult? And I think yeah, this year especially, that's a big problem. we've... I mean, I think I, I can speak for myself and a lot of other people out there that friend groups have definitely changed. Mm-hmm. And th- people have like, okay, well, can't ha- I maybe need to make some more friends who are different friends who maybe have more similar ideas than me about certain things. And that's yeah. okay, but how the heck do I do that? And so <laughs> this one, it, this has, was in my mind of like if I... You know, kids are so good at making friends because they just like go up to other kids and they're like, hi, my name's whatever. What's your favorite color? Mine is blue. They just dive right in. They dive right in. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, hey, you wore that shirt the other day. I have that shirt. Whatever it is. They like just, they don't have that like layer of self-judgment. And so a lot of this, I feel like as I was reading this, a lot of this was like, just be like a little kid almost like yeah you know kind of connect with that and it'll help so number two the mere exposure effect spend more time around them that's like the real obvious one what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way (laughs) maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Yes. Okay. So, and I'm sure the therapist would agree with number three that complimenting (laughs) other people is the way to make people like you. But... Not complimenting other people like the people that you're hanging out with. It's like, so you and I are hanging out and we're talking about, um, I don't know, a friend of ours. I'm like, oh yeah, she is so honest and she's so nice and whatever. There was a new study that's out that found that people will start associating traits uh, with whoever's talking about those specific traits. So oh whatever you say about other people influences how people see you. So if That's you just terrible, right? It's basically saying that if you're gossipy and you say it says if you describe someone else as genuine and kind, people will also associate you with those qualities. The reverse oh is also true. If you are constantly trashing people behind their backs, your friend will start to associate the negative qualities with you as well. We can't even help it, even if they're not true. So if that ain't ever an argument for why we shouldn't, like, talk about people behind their back, you can't shit talk. I mean, people must think I'm the worst then because that's my go-to. I'm always like, he's the worst. But then you're also – but I'm going to tell you why. uh, uh, Oh, my God. I I almost want to skip down to number six. I have to. I'm going to skip down to number six and then we'll go back. (laughs) To skip it, everybody. I am. This is the one that I I lose at. (laughs) There is something called the, the gain-loss theory. And number six, which sounds like counterintuitive, don't be complimentary all the time. Okay. Yes. So there was a study that was done by the University of Minnesota where they okay. showed how this would work 
like in practice. So they took the they took 80 uh, female college students and they put them into pairs and they had them work on tasks. And while they were working on the tasks, they had them overhear conversations with the where like the experimenters told the partners like what to say. So in one scenario, the comments were all positive. So they were working together and, and this one of the partners was overhearing another partner talk about her and all the comments were positive. In the, another scenario, all the comments were negative. And in okay. a third scenario, the comments went from positive to negative. And then in a fourth scenario, the comments went from negative to positive. Right. So as it turns out, the students liked their partners best when they went from positive to negative, meaning wow. that, right, that we want, we don't, we want to feel like we've, we've won people over, but we, if they start complimenting us too much, we don't believe it's sincere. Wow. It has like the opposite effect. Huh. It Isn't just seems this false flattery kind of thing. Yes, and this is my. This is what I do. I am like, yeah, because I on like I feel like one of my. One, I would say one of the things that's my best trait, and this is how it always works with with traits. There's a good side, a, you know, flip side to every coin. One of like my favorite things about myself is that I'm a good cheerleader for other people. You are. And if anybody can see the good in people, like the good in somebody, oh my God, I can find it. And I love telling people about it. And if I feel like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite shirt. I love that shirt on you. I love your haircut. Your eyebrows look so good today. I want to tell people. But Mm -hmm. now I think that may have backfired because this is what I got on the challenge and in the real world house where they said that I was fake. Right. That is a problem where you're, it's dichotomous. They, they either think you're a bitch or a phony. Right. That's specifically for a women, women problem. Uh, <laughs> right. Isn't that annoying? But I, I mean, anyone that's listened to any of my interviews knows that's one of the things I do oh, is just yes. shower them with praise, yes. but I'm not doing it to just blow smoke. I genuinely want to celebrate their um, excellence and success but maybe i need to pepper in like a like they do on guys grocery games when <laughs> a they critic, eat the food. A critique yeah yeah they'll be like this dish is amazing it's perfect blah 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 the only thing i would ding you on is you know it could yes. use a note of acid or something like yes. that so yes. maybe they're applying this logic that you're so, saying yes. works so well or like the great british bake-off my new favorite show and self-care <laughs> Technique 101. P.S. What the heck day do the new episodes come out? Friday. Oh, God. I'm like, I need the next week. Did you I, see Bread Week? Of course I saw Bread Week. What would you think about the unicorn re- uh, bagels? I love those. Oh, They're I love them too. They did an mm-hmm. excellent job. And I was so bummed when What's-His-Name went away. Uh, it's always uh, sad. What, you, uh, the, the cute guy who's, who said he was more style than substance and then yeah, Noel Rowan? said... Yes, Rowan. Yeah. And then Noel goes, oh, more style than substance? That's on my CV. And I was like, <laughs> oh, is that not the sweetest thing? Like, that show takes care of everybody. I, you are right. I can't even listen to the opening music without cheering yeah. up. It like, it, I don't know what it's it does. It's emotional. I it agree. It is emotional. And, like, I cry for when their bread doesn't rise. <laughs> What is they wrong with me? didn't proof it long enough. Right. I'm like, you didn't proof. You put too much water in the batter. It's too tough. Like, <laughs> I'm just 
just like a mess over I know. That. It's oh. Pavlovian, the song, because you think, I'm about to be filled, like my bucket is about to get filled up. So you get so excited oh, and emotional. God. Yes. Uh, well, I'm glad that, you've embraced it. I really have like full embrace. And then I found out <laughs> that one of my favorite new follows on Instagram uh, <laughs> is this account called Very Gay Painters. And <laughs> they're, this, they're these two guys, gay guys in LA who are painters and they have a painting team that they go around and they do these amazing, really cool, funky, like 70s vibe, um, like murals and like detail like painting where they'll they'll almost like the paint a bed frame and it looks so cool and so awesome and their uh uh their stories are so hilarious and you have great tips for insta follows oh my because i i do ones that keep that that bring me joy so like my thing is like i i'm only following people that when i look at their page i feel warm and happy and good about myself not Mm -hmm. like Oh, well, I'm not enough or I should yeah, be doing something else. That's why else. I'm amazed that you follow so many challenge people, especially that you don't have them muted. Well, some of them I do. Some of them I've recently had to do that because I'm like, yeah, mm, I it's can't. too much, man. Yeah. But some of them I love, like Jenny, I love mm-hmm. her. She is the mm-hmm. best follow. And I love when she puts up her pictures of like her as a regular person. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's what, yeah, I look like that sometimes. Hell yeah. yeah. So that always makes me feel good. What was I going? Where was I going with this very gay painter story? Well, Britt Bake Off and how, you know, the song makes us happy and fills our bucket. Yeah. All that stuff. All that good stuff. But I was just saying that the judging on these shows often has that same algorithm or equation of like positive, 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 then a little negative, but everybody's happy. Yes. And maybe we need that to keep it kind of like balanced. And so we're not like, hmm, that's phony baloney. Yes. Yes. And, okay, that's good advice. Yeah, and that makes sense because number four on the list, another obvious one, be in a great mood. Emotional contagion <laughs> is a total thing. That one I was like, okay, be in a great mood. Well, I, I, don't we all wish? Wouldn't that be nice? So, you know, try. Right. I guess that's maybe uh, try to focus on the positive and try to look at the happy things. And if you're going to be around a bunch of people that are new – Thoughts that are, oh my gosh, will they like me? I'm so nervous, can lead to us looking like we're in a bad mood. But thoughts like, hey, I can't wait to to see who I'm going to meet here and I'm open to new experiences and maybe I'm a little bit nervous, but that's okay, can maybe mm-hmm. put you in a little bit better mood. Or just like listen to some Cardi B before you like hang out with people because that always puts me in a good mood. You know? Okay, that's good that's like That wasn't on the list, but I threw that in. I was like <laughs> the 4B. Cardi B specifically? This, yes, specifically. Yeah. Uh, number five, make friends with their friends. That one felt a little stalkery to me. Oh. Like, if somebody, if I, if... I don't. I don't like f- that advice. Yeah, I didn't. That was kind of weird to me too. But it, they, this was based on this advice or this this uh, number on the list was based on this social network theory called triadic closure, which means that two people are likely to be closer when they have a common friend. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so they found that people were more likely to accept friend requests, and they just look at Facebook for this, which I felt like, okay, well, that's not. It would be weird if you met somebody brand new in real life and then they went out and like friended everyone on your in your social group, right? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making yeah, sure that I I don't am. like that for me or them. Right. I was. That's yeah. when I kind of pushed back, too, where I was like, because see, I told you, some of these on here, I was like, hmm. But, I mean, maybe it would successfully make someone like me, but, right. like. At what cost? At, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Mm-mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Another obvious one, be warm and competent. That the stereotype content model, which is a theory that says people judge people based on their warmth and competence, always holds up. So if you portray yourself, this is another one, when I read what that meant of uh, people who who have warmth and competence, I was like, well, fuck, I failed this one too. I should say I could be better. Um, If you portray yourself as, and by warm, this is what they mean, non-competitive and friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-mm. I know no, that's very bad. Well, what for do me. they mean, though? Maybe they mean competitive with the other person in life. Yeah, maybe that. That's uh-huh, like the one-upper. Because you're you just said you know you cheerlead for other people, so that yeah is oh yeah yeah yeah. But I definitely like in a compet like yeah. You want to kick their ass though, privately. Yeah. Private. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm friendly, but I do want to kick their ass. But I'll be nice about it. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yes. So apparently if you are non-competitive and friendly, then people will feel like they can trust you. And if you seem com- competent, which means you like in, in their scale was high economic or educational status, then they're more inclined to respect you. Mm-hmm. So basically if you can be like non-competitive, friendly, and then flex like you are smart, People yeah. like you. I didn't like that one that much either. <sighs> Let me think about that. Non-competitive, friendly, but super smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is right in line with number eight, which is reveal your flaws from time to time. I love I that. Mean, that's our We're, specialty. <laughs> our specialty. We may not be good at, I may not be good at, at being non-competitive, but I am very good at revealing my flaws. Yeah. And yes. like every week, the... Listeners that message me to say like something I've said that's offensive remind me of my flaws as well. Oh, so, isn't that fun? They're a top yeah. of mind. <laughs> yes, they are. They and I'm just been like, oh, I I honestly don't think I can post anything without a comment with that really? somebody has. Oh, it's but yeah, there's. I guess very I never few. see those on yours. Oh, because I just delete them because I ain't yeah, got time good. for that shit. No, Ren told me this. He was like, look, that's yeah. like you're you're like. This is your like yes wall in your house. That's why room. I'm happy to block and stuff like that because it's yeah. like oh yeah I yeah. don't care. That's fun to do when you get a little like block block happy. Yeah, you're like oh block. Well, ooh, and they're all music. deserving. Ooh, bye. Oh yep, out of here. Yes, mm-hmm. it's real fun. And then I just love to save and share ones of people that I love because that makes me feel like I'm supporting them and and you know. 
of those things, like yeah. my very gay painters. And other one I love, Plant <laughs> Queen. Oh my God. Plant Queen is the freaking best. And that's Plant Queen with a K, K W E E N. You're welcome. <laughs> you will absolutely love this. Thanks love later. This. Yes, you can thank me later. Um, okay. Number nine on the list emphasize your shared values. Similarity, attraction, effect is in place there. And that is another obvious one. It's like, if you want to be friendly with somebody, try doing something that's like an activity that you you enjoy, and you'll probably meet somebody else who enjoys that activity too, and you'll be more likely to make friends with them because of this shared interest. I One of the things that I've told clients who – I don't know if anybody's even taken me up on this advice, but I encourage anybody who's naturey to join the Sierra Club. And it feels like something that's for old people, but I really think there's like a new um, – uh, youthful movement in the Sierra Club. Okay. I don't know how they're responding to COVID, but do you know what the Sierra well, Club is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why I do love you it. recommend joining it? What is it that because, you enjoy about it? Because it's such a great, there's, I think sometimes people who, it, it can be hard to find people to go on hikes with or new, those kind of things oh, to okay, do. Yeah. That like minded great people. Place. Yeah. Like minded mm-hmm. people. And, and having shared, uh, like emphasizing shared values or like similar things that, you know, you, well, I guess shared values is a little different, like similar politics and that kind of stuff. But yeah. similar things that you like to do, I think those are the best places to meet friends. Yeah, I would agree with that. Do they yeah. facilitate that through networking or something? Or Oh, at Sierra Because you know how most organizations, it's like you're a member, but you don't ever meet the other members or anything. I think because it's outdoors and because you go on hikes together. Oh, okay. it, like I've, I've, I have a few friends who do that, and they love it. That's nice. Yeah. Well, and they're guaranteed to not be assholes. Gar- oh, my gosh. That is so true. Guaranteed not right. to be assholes. And the kind of people who lead the hikes are the oh, – I mean, I love these kind of people who are like super nerdy fact people who want to share every single little – they're like tour guides of the hike. And I love that. <laughs> and they're always like naturalists. And That's it's the least cool. fa- my least favorite part. Okay. So maybe your group of who you would hang out with would be a little bit different. You know why? Let's go full circle. Because yeah. tour guides are the number one peddler of – Prepackaged jokes. Oh my God, you are so correct. And as somebody who has a mother who was a tour guide, I know this to be a fact. <laughs> they use the same material every oh, yes. time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And sometimes yes. they try to pretend like they just think of it right then, and I don't mm-hmm. like that. We're on TV oh, yeah. tour guides. My mom is was so good at that. In fact, like I think I could give her tour through uh, Florence now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. And oh my gosh! I guess she it would, doesn't bother you. Nah, not so much. She because I I I see that people love doing that. They come alive when they could like be in that role. Like oh my gosh! Like remember when I went to Zion and oh what the hell was his name? The the oh bus driver. Oh bus. He had a name that rhymed with bus or like driver. Damn. It was really good, but he was like the, the bus driver, shuttle driver. Yes, I'm, I remember. Yes, and mm-hmm. that guy was full of facts, and I will never forget full them to this day. Facts. I love it. I loved it so much. So I'm like, I'm, I remember all of that. When I was in the Czech Republic for a challenge, we went on a, uh, they put us on a bus that was like a tour through town. Everybody else hated it. I was like in the front row like, tell me more. <laughs> and I know that uh, the Czech people invented uh, uh, um, what the hell are they called? 
contact lenses, and yeah. they also invented the word robot. I mean, yeah, you can. And learn that was things. like ten years ago that I I did that, and I remember those facts completely. Yeah, I, re- I remember <laughs> some from like my eighth grade trip to Toronto. Oh, like that's a fun place to go. John Candy and Wayne Gretzky co-owned one of their sports teams. <laughs> I don't even like sports or really Wayne Gretzky. But How do you feel about John Candy? He R.I.P. I mean, yeah. who doesn't love John? Right. Ah. <laughs> but so yeah, it can be useful. I'm just not really into the group experiences. I yeah. should not join the Sierra yeah. Club, basically. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, I'm not. I I thought I wasn't into number 10, but now after being quarantined, well, sort of quarantined, like just away from people for so long and living in LA, you freaking have to be, um, number 10, casually touching them. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Me too. At first I was like, "Mm, I don't like touching, but now after not being touched, like I miss hugs so much. Yeah. I didn't even think I liked hugs. But now I see somebody and I'm like, oh my God, I want to hug them. And when I see a dog, I'm like, I have to hug that dog. Yeah. Well, that you're just human. That's right. That is normal. Yeah. But I agree. And I am very touchy. I think that's part of why people think I'm flirtatious besides from the actual flirting. But, Mm -hmm. um, but I, oh my God, stop. I almost missed that joke. And that was freaking hilarious. (laughs) Besides from the actual flirting. Also, I was thinking about this the other day. Didn't. What? How old were you when you got Biggest Flirt? I was 17. Oh, that's kind of gross. Oh, <laughs> gross. I mean, it's not that bad, but like, like it's, I just don't like that they even had that as like a Oh, interesting. Thing. I never thought about it that yeah, way. Yeah, and just because like, I think I saw it, I saw somebody, like an old friend of mine posted some throwback picture where like, she had won or one of her friends had won like biggest flirt in like junior high or high something like that and she was like "Mm, looking back that was kind of an inappropriate one and i never really thought about that and then i was like "Mm, yeah like the fact there is biggest flirt would Mm. maybe make some people feel because biggest flirt we're not giving that to a guy yeah, well, we did have one one for each, but oh well, there you go. But I think it usually is, you know, a wink and a nod, meaning that you're kind of slutty or whatever. Yes, it is. Of course, I remember because <laughs> the girl who won it from our school was nicknamed, nicknamed Pop Rocks, and I'll give you two guesses why she was got that nickname, and you only need one. I don't even know what that means, though. Oh, think of like why Pop Rocks. Yeah, Pop Rocks, like the candy that makes that exploding noise in your mouth. Ah, uh, gotcha. Say no yeah. more. Yeah, there I you didn't go. know that was a code though for it. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah, but yeah, she's Pop like, Rocks. Uh, you know, but I, I really do think it should more be a synonymous with just extroversion rather than yeah. Well, we had sexual most, promiscuity. I think we had most outgoing in my high oh, school. Oh God, it's like a separate one. That's better. That's much yeah, better. Most outgoing, and I, I think I was in the running for that one and i was really mad i lost it to a girl named tamara shout out to tamara we're friends online and she's an amazing cartoonist and she uh is also amazing it it doesn't though because she deserved (laughs) that and she like she probably followed all of the things on this list and here i was like over complimenting people and being like uh you know competitive so oh yeah maybe that's why you didn't get the the award because yes. that was your main problem. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? 
Uh, number 11, also, you know, we're going to give this one the eye roll, but of course it makes sense. Smile. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know. And so this one, this one, when even reading this article, I was like, why did you have to use that study? Because the yeah. study that they used looked at 100 under, undergraduate women looking at photos of other women and smiling or non-smiling or you know not open positions and the results showed that women in the photo that's annoying yes right i know yep thank you that's infuriating right this Uh, is that stupid likability test yes and it's women being judgy and don't we hate that yes we do it's the worst it is i'm mad i say that's not a way to make friends i mean smile them yes but you know yeah shitty friends <laughs> Fake ones, Gosh. <laughs> like a bunch of dudes. Yeah, that are uh, like, oh, I like your smile. Yeah. Fuck you. Has somebody have somebody said that to you in a while? No. Or, yeah, me neither. I actually, Mm-mm. I'm like, fucking try. I, I think I've aged out of it. They don't. I even think care I, if I, I think, smile or you know not. What? I think I have too. I think I might be. <laughs> I'm at. I'm like almost full, full, ma'am. Like in oh every God, scenario, full ma'am. Like every scenario, I'm ma- ma'am, not miss anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They almost, don't care if we smile. Over. They want us yeah. to be dead, right? We're They're useless. like, you're invisible. Yeah, we, you're no good to us anymore. You're past your prime. You're over eighteen. We no longer need you. Which ah! is nice. I don't That's have awful. to smile for anyone. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Yeah, come into your own, really, and just be like resting, whatever face. Yeah, I hate that resting bitch face thing. I have resting concern face. Resting, I'm solving a problem in my mind face. I like that tweet where they were like, why did they call it that? My face is not, a, it's not resting, bitch. I'm working hard. Right. <laughs> yes. I actually Something working like really hard at that. Yeah. Oh, there's no rest funny. about it. Yes. Yes. Hmm. All right. So some of the other ones I have on this list, a few more. See the other person how they want to be seen. So that makes sense. People want to be perceived in a way that aligns with their own beliefs about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a self-verification theory, right? Well, we that, wanna... I think that's hard to come by, though. <sighs> I feel like you do that for me. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I feel do you like feel you're... like, though, most people don't do that for you? Mm, no, I think they I think they do. I feel like mm-hmm. the, the... Because I. that's what I get. I feel like how I've been portrayed on television and what people you know, write to me and talk to me about on there is definitely how I'd want to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, number 13, tell them a secret. We love yeah. this one. Self-disclosure, hello. That is so good. And self-disclosure is like the best way to create a bond and create intimacy. So if I tell them a secret, they're more inclined to like me? Yes. About myself, the secret has to be? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I can't tell someone else's secret. You, th- no, that would be, I, maybe that would fall into the cosmic category. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, it says that when okay. people in- engage and they were, they were more open with more personal questions. So rather than they would oh, ask well, them. People in- must love us. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you are more like you get deeper. I mean, hello. I you're- guess I don't think of them as secrets. <laughs> I think that's it is we don't we nothing's a secret when we freaking talk about it and we have 400 and however many episodes of us talking about I have it, very right? few secrets at Bare, this me point. too uh, zero 
know. <laughs> oh my God. And I tried, oh, what did I do? I tried to do something to Ren the other day where I like tricked him with something, like tried to do like a, oh, I forgot to get that at the store thing. I couldn't even, I was so bad at that. Like I can't even do one of those. Like it's the thought I, that counts. I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. And like with a big old smile, just like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I did. I was trying to trick you. Oh my like, god, oh, you're the worst. Work. I'm the worst at that. So I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, okay, last few things on this list. Uh, expect good things from people. According to the Pygmalion effect, people treat others in ways that are consistent with their expectations of them. So if you mm-hmm. expect people to be nice to you, people will be nicer to you. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know, though. That's what my therapist always says. like, Because I'll try to be – I try to follow that logic that I just treat people how I would want to be treated. Right. But sometimes you get that effect where if you're a giver – yeah. Then you attract takers. Oh, for sure. That thing. Yeah. And so I feel like that, what you just said, doesn't work because mm-hmm. of that dynamic. Mm. It's more like if you think somebody's a jerk, you start behaving towards them in a way that elicits jerky behaviors. Oh, really? Yeah. But if I think someone's nice, then they'll be nice. Yes. Oh, okay. However, like However you treat them kind of causes them to fall into that be that those behaviors it kind of is like that thing where they say if you are a teacher of a classroom if you tell your students you guys are so tidy and organized yes. then they will be more motivated to. oh be that. my god i totally forgot about that trick yes i used yeah. to love to do that with campers right <laughs> you guys are the best cabin and you guys are the cleanest one i have ever had I yeah, can't even and then I've they want to live seen, up to that. Yes, it's the greatest. Yeah. That works so well with teenage girls. Oh, they're easily to, easy to manipulate. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay, number 15, another one that I'm like, oh, come on, of course. Act like you like them. Yeah, of course. I feel like we should act all the time like we like people. Act like we like them. And yeah. order for them to like us. Yeah, it's called yeah. The, res- the reciprocity of liking. When yeah. we think someone likes us, we tend to like them as well. Yeah. Number like six, that. yeah, right. Simple. Number sixteen, display a sense of humor. Nailing okay. it. Got Check. it. Check. <laughs> I mean, how do they feel about knock knock jokes? <laughs> Prepackaged up your yeah. uh, alley. There, there you go. Prepackaged jokes. <laughs> and number seventeen, maybe your best quality of all. Let wow. them talk about themselves. 
I, <laughs> that I can handle. Oh yes. my gosh, you're so good at that. Yes. So Harvard researchers recently discovered, and also recently discovered, I feel like we've known this one for like one million years, that talking about yourself may be inherently rewarding the same way that food, money, and sex are. Wow. I mean, I certainly know that people really love talking about themselves. Yes, they do. It's everybody. My mom would always say that. She was like, if you ever get nervous about what to say on a first date, just ask them about themselves. Everybody's favorite topic is themselves. Yeah. It's like my whole philosophy of life. Mm -hmm. And you learn so much. It's fun. It's not a sacrifice. Yep. This is the crazy part about that study, that when they were looking at the brain regions that were associated with like motivation and reward in people sharing uh, information about them publicly, they lit up whether the person was talking to someone or even if no one was listening. Oh, my God. So that means that if you want to feel better about yourself, you can, like, write down. And I tell my clients to do this all the time. Oh. And, like, you, how, why you have to actually write it down and then read it out loud is if you write down, like, you talk about yourself and you write a story about yourself, like, you know, um, you know, Sarah is a podcast host who loves making people laugh and always feels good brightening up somebody's day, blah, 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 blah. You can read that out loud and you will get the same stimulation in the motivation and reward part of your brain, that same part of your brain that uh, rewards like food, money, and sex live. Mm-hmm. And it will even work if nobody's listening. Wow. So kind of journaling-ish? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That would, I think that would fall, that would make, mm-hmm. that would like check that box. That is weird, man. Yeah. I don't know if we should lean into that. <laughs> right. Well, that they were they were like things to like think about, things to, yeah. you know, like mull over. And, you know, I feel like if you are looking, if you're somebody who's, I don't know, I, sometimes I feel like things like that help with social anxiety. It's like, okay, I've got a game plan. I True. know what I do. All I have yeah. to do is go there and I'm going to work on letting them talk and like pick three. I'm going to work on letting somebody talk about themselves. I'm going to work on uh, maybe telling them a secret and I'm going to work on seeing the other person, how they want to be seen based on what they tell me about their life. Then I bet you could make, I mean, don't try to like, Oh my God, I'm not got to use all of them. But I think that's a handy little list. If you're, if you're looking for, you know, need some help to kind of like tackle some social anxiety stuff. And I think for a lot of us who have been, cooped up for so long and away from people and in our own minds especially people who live alone like it can take a little bit of practice to get yeah. back out there in the real world yes you do get rusty for sure you kind of do mm-hmm. i've also noticed this with my dance moves <laughs> i don't buy that uh they uh you don't buy it and you don't up. think they were ever good and no. they just have stayed the same or no because i I, I, I was like oh yeah no 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 these hips need a little lubrication they need Dang. like to be i need to yeah uh-huh uh-huh they wow. they they how did they you forgotten. find this out because we were playing some fun motown music in the kitchen one night and i was like Got ugly oh my gosh these hips are, are lying like <laughs> That's awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is not good. Well, hey, you just yeah. got to practice. Practice That's makes all. perfect, just like everything. So, oh my well, God. Let's wind well, it down, Sarah. Let's wind it down. Oh, we learned a lot. We uh, learned that 
if you you should always bring a change of clothes on the airplane because you <laughs> yeah, never know we when you might get pissed on. Pack a change of clothes yes. in your carry-on. I in did case always someone pees on yes. You. I did hear it's better to be pissed off than pissed on, and in this case, this woman was both. So I feel <sighs> terrible for her. Double whammy. Double whammy. So yes, that is that. And also, if you uh, want to make friends, like smile, you know, give them blowjobs and probably. simulate pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And just to set the record straight, because yeah. I don't want people thinking that that is like a, a code word for something, she would put Pop Rocks in her mouth and then she would <laughs> It wasn't that. a metaphor. It was not a metaphor. It was, it was, that was what she used. During, During. the technique? Are yes. you serious? I am. Well, I'm as I serious that as, feels good. I'm as serious as a 16 year old who received this information Third or Third fourth hand. hand would be. That's about as serious that as I That seems am. dangerous to your pee hole. Oh, my God. I mean, well, I would not take that risk, Sarah. But didn't we already talk about this with Adam and spicy foods? <laughs> I, I think. Yeah. I think we're good. We did. But Pop Rocks is not just that I it's right. it's not spicy. Right. The popping effect. Ooh. <laughs> right. It's I a don't chemical know. reaction. The ke- right. I mean, it's okay on your tongue, so I would imagine, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I wouldn't want one in my pee hole. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Definitely not. That's pretty much uh, uh, out only. Exit only. Not pretty much. It's <laughs> fact. fact. We learned a lot. I'm dying. And then we learned about uh, very gay painters. Oh and yes, very gay painters. Plant the queen, Sierra Club. Yes, join the Sierra Club if you like to be outside and hiking and want to learn some facts. And that tour guides are the number one peddlers of prepackaged jokes. <laughs> Susie's <laughs> mad about it. Sarah grew I'm up mad with about it. <laughs> we learned a lot, everybody. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to leave us a five star review and subscribe. All right, bye. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Hi, this is Ken Levine. At one time, I wrote for MASH, Cheers, Frasier, and The Simpsons, and now I host my own podcast, Hollywood and Levine. It's an irreverent and occasionally informative look at show business. Come for the comedy, stay for the behind-the-scenes stories, interviews, and tips on just how to navigate the entertainment industry. You can find a link in the show notes or simply search for Hollywood and Levine on your podcast app.